Hello and welcome back to episode 4 of the Ignite Mind Body Potential podcast. This week we're going to be talking about balancing being driven with being grateful. It's something that I'm ever working on, constantly evolving with and working on the balance between being driven towards where I want to go and manifesting, visualising the goals that I want to achieve while also bringing myself back to the present moment and being really grateful for where I am and realising that this chapter of my life is a chapter that I wished for, prayed for um, and really want to immerse myself in and enjoy and be present in and find that balance. Um, So as a driven, hardworking person, it's really hard to find the balance. And also in the society that we live in these days with social media and seeing everyone achieving exceptional goals, it's actually really important to bring yourself back to your present moment and where you are right now and realizing that you're right now the person that you wished you could be at some point. Um, so we're going to talk about that today and I'm really looking forward to it because it's something I'm working through at the moment as well. So one thing that I really love doing is romanticising my life (laughs) and what is that? Like I really try when I'm in really little content moments of time whether that's making a nice dinner and my cat bub is there with me and the sun's shining through or I am making a cup of tea and I buy these really nice Twinings tea bags and they're quite expensive (laughs) but they're the one thing that I treat myself to because there was a time in my life where I couldn't afford my nice tea bags and I sort of buy them as a symbol of gratitude for where I am in my life right now and I really try and focus on the small little pleasures in my life, the things that make me feel content and happy and safe and romanticise them and really soak up those moments of happiness. Even if it's just Liam and I sat on the sofa at the end of the day watching our TV programme and Bub's there and it's just, I've got nothing to worry about. I think to myself, do you know what, I'm so, I just tell Liam in that moment how grateful I am or I'll just really almost pocket that moment and really try and bring myself into the present rather than sitting there and thinking about all the things that I need to do or all the things that I wish we could be doing or wishing that we were somewhere else other than where we are right now. There's a couple of really big goals that Liam and I are focusing on at the moment in terms of business, in terms of home, uh and in terms of our relationship and it's so easy as i'm finding at the moment (laughs) to be as i am a manifester be so caught up in manifesting and visualizing and creating and working towards these goalposts that we have set between us that you can almost the days can just pass you by and the moments that we're living in right now can just pass by and there's so many things that I know Liam and I will do together like one day we're not going to live in this house which is really exciting because I'm sure that if I looked into the future and saw the home that we were going to be living in together one day I would be obsessed but then I have to remind myself there's also a version of me that 
couldn't have even imagined being in a relationship with someone who I adore and living with them in the beautiful home that we live in right now. We're never going to be this age again. We're never going to be at this stage of our relationship again. We, you know, there's going to be a time in life where it's not just Liam and I, that these are our selfish years almost, where we get to just have each other 100% uh, without any dependence. And one of those things that where we are right now, that in a few years things will never be the same again. And I'm really trying to pull myself into the present moment and really enjoy our relationship, really enjoy our home, really enjoy this chapter of our lives where I've just moved into a new area of the country with the person that I love to share our lives with each other and really enjoy that part of life that I would have absolutely just given an organ for <laughs> a few years ago um, rather than constantly thinking about where we can go next, what we can do next, what we can have next, what we can own next, all of these things. So one of the ways that I really like to do this is, like I've just talked about in my mind, bringing myself into the present moment, consciously thinking about the things that I'm grateful for or even maybe saying them out loud. Um, if I'm like spending time with my sister and it's just the two of us and we're, I don't know, doing a little Primark trip or popping into town for a coffee or just walking along together chatting and laughing, I really try and savour those moments and think to myself, yeah, that was a really, I feel really happy in this moment. I love my life right now. Even just the freedom of getting in my car and popping to the shop or going to the gym or getting my yoga mat out and having some uninterrupted time to just be at one with my body journal, look after myself, wash my hair, all these things that constantly throughout the day I practice gratitude for and consciously think about how grateful I am that I live in a country where it's safe for me to leave the house on my own. I own a car that allows me to go where I want to go. I have legs that allow me to, you know, you can really bring it back to basics. I have legs that allow me to walk around freely. And I'm gonna talk a little bit more about our bodies um, later in this episode. But something that I do, other than just consciously thinking it and saying it out loud, is journaling. So I've talked about this in previous episodes, how I journal, and it's not just necessarily um, Dear Diary today, you know? But I really like to use my journal for two contrasting things. One being journaling my goals. I really, really like to, in depth, write down the things that I am visualising, manifesting, working towards. I'll always date the journal entry and I will write down the things that I want to achieve, what that feels like, what that looks like, how I'll feel when I achieve that, why I want to achieve that, what I'm going to do to achieve that in great detail, in great depth, with no limitations on what that might be. Um, but also within the same journal, I really like to in depth explain, describe, capture moments that I have felt so gr grateful and gratitude towards my relationship with a friend or a, a moment in time that I spent with someone or even if I'm just sat and I'm thinking, oh wow, I feel so good in this moment and I like to really write down the thing that I'm feeling so grateful and content for and date that as well so that I have a contrast of things that I'm working towards and I'll be able to look back and think, oh, I did that or, oh, I thought I wanted that and then I actually got this and, oh, that makes sense now. Um, 
And I think that's a really, really nice thing to do. So that's the way that I journal, just a mixture of gratitude and things that I want to remember that happened or the way that I want to remember that I felt. Um, and then also things that I'm working towards. I've talked already about how at one point in your life you wished you could be where you are now. It might not, you might not be going through the best patch of your life right now. You might be really struggling. You might be in a bit of a turbulent period. You might be um, working through some things, but I am sure that there are areas of your life that you used to wish that you had some of the things that you have now. When I think about like 12 year old me, I wanted a mobile phone, a boyfriend, <laughs> boobs, a double bed and <laughs> the most random things. And I remember how much I wanted them. And so like sometimes I joke and think to myself, 12 year old you has everything that she ever wanted that she placed so much importance on. You have a mobile phone, you've got boobs, you have a double bed and a boyfriend. And um, I think there's, there's like some irony in that, that as you move through life, the things that you want, um, I guess, become bigger, uh, feel further away, feel harder to obtain. But as far as 12 year old me is concerned, I've completed life. I have everything that I ever wanted. And um, anything on top of that is a bonus. And it's kind of just that reminding myself that every version of me will, will, would like something else, but the innocence of 12 year old me would be so happy with where I am now and actually have so, would look at my life and just be like, what are you? That's our life, that's so cool. Um, and there is a little version of you in, inside. I always say that there's our inner child, there's always that smaller version of us that um, lives within us. And sometimes it's nice to think about the things that that little person would have placed importance on safety, happiness, love, cool things like a mobile phone, a double bed. Um, and remember that, yeah, you're always gonna be wanting new things, but there's an older version of you that would have wished they could be where they are, where you are right now. You're never going to be this exact age with these exact problems ever again. If you think back to at school, like the problems that you had, it relatively like I mean depending on what you're going through at that age but the things that we thought were like problems that we were worried about um yeah they're all relative at the different age age that you're at but you're never going to be this age again and I think that for me personally uh, quitting my job my corporate job in my 20s to start my own business um go broke as it's like I don't really know how else to say it took a huge huge pay cut quit my job decided I was gonna do something that I loved, worried about money for about two years straight, but carried on and made it work. All that, all the while that I was going through that, I just kept reminding myself, like you are never gonna be this age again with these problems and it's all part of the journey. If you never take any risks, also I'm not suggesting that you should quit your job and go broke or, because it's not glamorous, it's, it, it's not cool. I wish that I had earning a little bit more money during that time um, but you're never going to be this age again with these problems I could never have done that when if I had a child I'm not saying that you can't obviously again it's all relative but for me personally being honest with myself 
if I did that when I had a dependent, it would have been a very, very different scenario. So I kind of said to myself, like, you're never going to be this age again with these problems. Just go for it. Like, you essentially have little risk because you don't have any dependents that are financially dependent on you, except for your cat, um, which is a bit different than a human being. And it's so easy to not do it because it feels scary or it feels like oh but what if it doesn't work out yeah so what if it doesn't work out then I used to kind of say to myself well if it doesn't work out then I've been employed before I have a CV I'm capable and I'll just apply for a job and I always kept that in the back of my mind if it doesn't work out what's the worst thing that could happen well I'll just go and get a job and I never had to because I kept going kept going kept going you're never going to be this age again with these problems. Like even, let, let's think of an example, if you're trying to get a mortgage at the moment or something, it can feel all consuming. So I've had friends like when you're trying trying to get your mortgage or you fall in love with the house and thinking about the next step, it feels like the biggest thing ever. Like if we don't get this house, then what are we going to do? Everything's going to fall apart. Like everything that is meant for you will be yours. I always say to myself, this or something better is, is coming for me, is meant for me, is on its way to me, this or something better. Because every time something doesn't work out, whether it's a job that you really, really want or a promotion that you really, really want or a house that you really, really want or like starting a family and you want it, want it, want it so much, this or something better is on its way to me. Now or later, divine timing, what is meant for me will be mine. And if you're constantly rushing through your life, constantly chasing the next thing and never being present, you you will never be happy because you're always onto the next thing and you're never gonna really appreciate where you are. And a lot, I know that it's easy to say, yeah, but if I'm grateful for where I am, then I'll get complacent. Or if I stop being so driven, then I'll get lazy. No, because you need both in order to be successful and happy. Happiness, feeling content is so such an integral part of success rather than just the driven go, 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 go side of it. Like if you're super, super driven with a business, I could have so easily not got into a relationship with Liam. Getting into a relationship with Liam was inconvenient, to be honest. I'd quit my job, I was starting my business, he lived three and a half hours away. It was costing me a fortune to drive to see him, to spend time with him. Money that I didn't really have at the time because I had just started my own business and I wasn't making a lot of money. It would have been so easy for me to just be like, no, I can't afford to date him. He lives three and a half hours away. Be realistic, Taylor. And instead, the Liam and I say that I'm a little bit delusional. The delusional side of me was like, no, I'm never gonna be this age again. Uh, I'll make it work, it'll work, it'll work. I have this like unwavering self-belief. Like when I met Liam and my business was still taken off, he was like, for someone who, and he said this in the nicest possible way, for someone who isn't like doing exceptionally well, like who's just starting out, you just speak like you have <laughs> so much more than you do. But that was my belief system in myself, my gratitude for where I am, my 
thought process of like, well, I'll never be this age again. It'll all work out. This or something better is meant for me. And I just had this like gut feeling that I was supposed to be with him, which I do believe is true. And I'm glad that I carried on dating him, even though it was inconvenient. And I was trying to start a business and save money and it cost me a fortune to date him. But yeah, you're never gonna be this age again with these exact problems. Life is kind of like a game and you just have to understand and get in sync with the universe. And if you believe that you are worthy of achieving certain things and if you believe that things are gonna work out for you, they just have a funny way of working out. It's almost like you do have to be somewhat delusionally believing that everything will work out for you. And it's like that whole thing that's going around the internet at the moment, lucky girl syndrome. Saying like, I'm a lucky girl, good things happen to me, good things come to me, everything works out for me. Even my mum used to say to me, like we'd go into get a parking space in the car park. She'd be like, visualize the space, visualize the space. Never, ever, ever do I go to a busy car park and not get a space. Like, I just believe that, oh, someone's going to leave when I get there. Or there's gonna, I always say, like, there's going to be a space at the front because someone would have left, come in early shopping and they've left by now, so I'll get their space. And I always do get a space, literally, at the front of the parking car park, exactly by the entrance. Everything, like, I've got Liam into this as well, but then you'll find that if you're with someone who also thinks like that and you're doing it together things come to you so quickly and things just work out for you. So, but then at the same time, Liam and I focus so much on our gratitude. We're constantly saying what we're grateful for, constantly um, expressing our gratitude for each other, for our life, for our home, for our safety, for our businesses, for our ability to help other people, while we're also working towards the things that we want. This is something that I've done especially in my eating disorder recovery, but it also I think applies to life, is thinking of our body as a home. And I am quite spiritual, and one of my closest friends said to me once, it was actually while I was in a bit of a bad place with money when I was first starting my business and a bit worried about paying rent and affording everything and dating Liam and I was just, yeah, it was a lot. And she said to me, you're just a soul having a human experience. And that's kind of what I mean about life being a game. And um, when you think about it, society, money, all of the things in life are to a certain extent sort of like made up. And I know that sounds a bit crazy because when you're not in a good financial position, it feels very real. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say like it's all made up, but it did help me a lot to say, well, I'm just a soul having a human experience. And that helped me in life, that helped me in my relationship with my body. My body is just a home, it's a shell. It's a means for me to be on this planet experiencing life. Um, it's like, my body just serves a purpose, my soul is, me. My body allows me to survive in the atmosphere on this planet. It allows me to see, feel, uh, explore. It allows me to experience emotions and feelings, um, learn lessons. Like we're having a very human experience and all of our souls are on this planet for a reason to learn lessons, to 
have a human experience. So I really try to throw myself into it and think, what is the worst thing that can happen if I quit my job? What's the worst thing that can happen if I try to run a business from purpose? What's the worst thing that could happen if I date someone who lives three and a half hours away and I don't really have any money? Like, just do it all. And don't put yourself in a position where you're gonna get kicked out of your house or anything, but take some risks because you literally are here once. You are every age you've ever been once. You know, life actually isn't that long and it's really important that you embody that. I am a soul having a human experience. Think of your body as an engine, fuel it, give it what it needs to survive, to live optimally, to feel every emotion and that's when you can really appreciate the highs and lows of life and the highs feel so high when you have experienced some of those lows and if you just had everything you ever wanted tomorrow the journey is what makes life so great and all the things that you want to achieve so great if you just got everything you wanted straight away the house the family the boyfriend the partner the husband the wedding the engagement like would it mean so much? Would it be as special as really working towards it and wanting it and then appreciating it so much more? We're supposed to experience a full spectrum of emotions while we're on this planet and that way we can really appreciate the highs of life. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you are watching on YouTube, give it a thumbs up and if you're listening on Apple, Amazon or Spotify, I'd love for you to subscribe. Um, yeah, I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'm not feeling 100% this week, so hopefully that doesn't show. Um, but yeah, just some thoughts I've been having and I'm really glad that I get to share them with you. And I'll see you next week.